The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, coming up to 2.35, we'll get back to more of your comments about the drive this morning and uh, your thoughts on uh, what we need to do to make things better for the next go-around. But right now, I wanted to talk about this and, you know, see this question. Is Canada more divided than ever? According to a new poll, the answer is a big yes. You've been hearing about the results throughout the day on 6.30. Chad, right now we're joined by uh, Kyle Braid, who is the Senior Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs. Hi, Kyle. Good afternoon. Okay, you've been uh, saying... And I've heard you throughout the day saying that the polling figures out of Alberta and Saskatchewan are historic. How so? Well, uh, we've been asking a question on and off for more than 20 years now about uh, uh, views of Western provinces and whether they think they'd be better off outside of uh, Canada. Uh, and this time around in the follow-up to the uh, federal election, the numbers have risen dramatically, dramatically, significantly in both Alberta and Saskatchewan. We've now got 33% of so a third of Albertans who say they think uh, Alberta will be better off outside of uh, Canada. That's up nine points from a year ago. It's up 14 points from sort of the early 2000s. And Saskatchewan's following along just a little bit behind at 27% saying uh, better off outside the country. That's up 9.2 from a year ago. And just to put these numbers in perspective, even though they are not, you know, anywhere near 50% levels, uh-huh. uh, they are today higher than the number in Quebec. This time around, we found Quebec only 26% saying they think the province would be better off outside of uh, Canada. So they are they are new highs, they are rising, and they are the highest in the country, even higher than Quebec. Well, well Kyle, I'm wondering if it's because, you know, the folks in Quebec um, have, have, have really kind of figured out how to do things uh, their way, and they're quite happy with what they're getting and, and, and what they've got going in Quebec. The numbers in Quebec this time around are, are fascinating. When we ask a question about, you think your province gets uh, a good deal or its fair share from Confederation, uh, Quebec is the exact opposite end of the spectrum from uh, Western Canada, in particular Alberta and uh, uh, and Saskatchewan. In Alberta, for instance, I think it's close to 65 or 67 percent who say they don't get enough from Confederation. Mm-hmm. You know, in Quebec now, that's only 34 percent that they don't get enough. So, as a matter of fact, if there's anybody who was happy coming out of this federal election, it was uh, Quebecers who, you know, elected again a party that. Uh, they support and feel good about and they are the only people happy coming out of this federal election. <laughs> so when you're talking with folks in Alberta and Saskatchewan, what would make things better? Well, we we all know that, you know, the two things, the, the, the main thing that makes uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan different from the rest of Canada and even from the rest of the West is, is oil. So it's, it's some combination of, you know, a pipeline would be a good start. Um, a recognition or at least some sympathy from the rest of the country that uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan's oil sector has contributed to the economy in the last few years and uh, they are, uh, you know, worthy of, you know, sympathy and effort and help today to get uh, to get Albertans working again. Um, and in the poll we asked specifically about, you know, the system of equalization payments in Canada. Uh, seven in ten Albertans say they don't think the system works for uh, mm-hmm. their province, which is off the charts higher than any other place in the country. This this polling was done a week after the election, and I think emotions were still pretty high at that time. Do you think that that played into the results? 
It probably does. So we'll have to do this again in you know three or four months or six months down the road to see if it uh, to see if it sticks. But uh, emotions were not exactly you know running. Uh, no, running no. even keel beforehand. Yeah, you're right. So um, was did you find that there was much sympathy elsewhere for uh, the current concerns of Al- Alberta and Saskatchewan? Because I'm getting the sense that outside of Alberta and Saskatchewan, nobody really cares. Yeah, I'm not sure that they don't care. But we asked the question: Do you agree or disagree that Saskatchewan and Alberta have every you know right to be mad about uh, uh, their treatment by the federal government and? It's not an outright no, but it's only Manitoba, your uh, your neighbor to the uh, to the east, where a majority said, "Yeah, I think Alberta and Saskatchewan have a uh, have a mm. good case to be mad." You know, Quebec, it was a firm no, and in the rest of the country, it's less than half of people saying, uh, you know, they uh, they. They sympathize with uh, with the, with uh, with Alberta and Saskatchewan. Um, the, you, you looked at some numbers regarding uh, separation and and Wexit. This isn't the first idea, you know, first go around that the, you know that this is this idea has been floated. You mentioned the numbers uh, have increased, but I think it's important to note that while those numbers have increased, a majority of people want to stay put. Absolutely. So two thirds of Albertans want to stay put. Three quarters of uh, those in Saskatchewan want to stay put, and even the question we ask isn't isn't the direct separation question. It's do you think you know your province would be better off outside of Canada, which is not the same question as do you really want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, people may think things would be better, but you know still would think it's too much of a risk or or other things. So. Yeah, there are not a third of Albertans <laughs> sitting there waiting for a chance to vote in a referendum to go. The uh, the one thing, and I had mentioned this off the top, and saying, you know, is Canada more divided than ever? And the new poll saying that the answer is is yes. You had mentioned that uh, that it's a striking thing that the entire country thinks that Canada is more divided than than ever. So, so what is it? What is it in in the provinces across the country that there's this simmering uneasiness about what's going on? Um, any idea, Kyle? Well, part of part of, we can leave it to the historians to figure out whether you know we're really more divided than ever. This is public perception that that we are, and again, it's fresh from the from the election. A lot of it, I think, has to do with looking at the outcome of the most recent federal election. You know, liberals elected with less than a third of the votes across the country. Uh, you know, you look at the election maps on election day, you see the the blue in uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta and, and different colors everywhere else, the urban-rural splits, you see a resurgent mm. block Quebecois, and you also, I guess, see beyond that, not a lot of national projects and initiatives happening and moving forward in the collective sense of we're going to do this together because it's good for the country. Matter of fact, you know, lots of people, including the prime minister, have said pipelines are good for uh, the country, and that hasn't been enough to convince people who, when we poll them, say, I support it. So they're not willing to put their to put their vote behind it or to speak loudly enough to, to actually have something that they say they support happen. So how can things change? What does the federal government need to do? Well, this is where it gets gets a little depressing. Our numbers in terms of, you know, Canadians' attitudes towards the future, towards opportunity, towards a number of different things are more negative now than they have been in years. And with a minority government and, and the Liberals having to get support from other parties who are, you know, not friendly to uh, the West and not necessarily friendly to, uh, to Alberta and Saskatchewan, 
there's not a lot in this poll that points to hope or direction moving forward. And we have a federal government that's going to have trouble moving ahead with initiatives, so I hate to be depressing, but <laughs> there's nothing in here that says solutions are on the way. Mm, interesting. Kyle Braid, the uh, senior vice president at Ipsos Public Affairs. Kyle, thanks for joining me, t- me today. I know you've had a busy day. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, thank you for that one. So what do you think? What do you think on that? I guess, you know, not necessarily surprised that uh, that the, the number has increased a little bit, that the sentiment that Alberta would be better off separated from Canada has increased by eight points since the question was last asked a year ago. Um, the same statement in 2001 in a poll back then um, garnered about 19% agreement. So the number has gone up. That doesn't surprise me, but again, I think it's important to note um, as Kyle said, that as negative as the, the polling numbers may seem, that the majorities in, in both Alberta and Saskatchewan did not signal um, separation, that two-thirds of Albertans, three-quarters of Saskatchewan residents are not in the separation camp. There's a lot of folks out there, and I think a lot of you are uh, disappointed, and they might be worried, um, but that... <laughs> that you think that uh, separation is not the way to go. And I, I think that, and we, we've talked about this a little bit on, on, on the show, and I, I wonder sometimes if Alberta can get a little bit more, the word isn't, uh, what is the word? Uh, just a little bit more independence, you know, a little bit more like Quebec. And I know that sounds odd, but when it comes to doing things our way and and getting some stuff that we want is there a way to do that and I think that that might go a long way to easing some of these concerns uh, Jared the taper says Jay I'm not a big fan of separation but perhaps we should ask the question would Canada be better off without Alberta I think not and would Quebec be better off without Alberta in confederation certainly not Best place in the country to live, and we whine about how bad things are, says uh, this texter. Let me know what you're thinking at 630-630. Uh, Rick says Alberta can't separate due to treaty rights. Treaty rights is a huge part of, uh, of this conversation. Absolutely. Dan says it's time for a Western Bloc party or separate. He says it's the only answer. I, I don't agree with that, Dan, but you're entitled to your opinion, and I thank you for texting it in. Um, some folks say the uneasiness is mostly a result of climate denial. And, uh, yeah, let me know at 6.30, 6.30 what you think uh, uh, about this. It's an interesting conversation, and it is not going away anytime soon. Um, you can give me a call as well, 496-0063. Some text coming in, you know, could the Western provinces have sovereignty within Canada like Quebec? That's kind of what I mentioned, you know, is there a way to, to get a little bit more of what we want uh, just the same way that Quebec does? Uh, this one says Alberta separation would not work, but Alberta should be raised in importance. I think one of the text messages mentioned the significance of Quebec. Yes, give Alberta the same crown that Quebec wears. Um, this one says, do all of these people want to no longer be a part of Canada? Do they have a crap load of money? Because I'm not giving up all the Canadian pensions that I've paid into for 50 years. Parminder's on the phone. Hi, Parminder. Oh, hi there. You know, like, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Yeah, so uh, the way I think is, you know, like, uh, uh, whereas we want uh, Alberta to flourish and everyone uh, lives in uh, good, 
Uh, I think, like, especially uh, uh, to me, uh, uh, making up this uh, group of, like, V-Exit, uh, where it is trying to help Albertans uh, to get sovereign, but at the same time, they're uh, making uh, the negotiations which uh, could have been done with the world uh, on a federal level, uh, where uh, these uh, pipeline uh, negotiations uh, can be delayed because uh, the world will be thinking, you know, like uh, whether or not we should uh, make any deals with Alberta mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because, like, we are not going to be staying in Alberta or Canada, like what uh, the future of uh, Alberta is going to be. So if I cannot uh, uh, make sure uh, that uh, this thing is going to be uh, rectified in the next uh, year or two years, these oil companies will say, sorry, guys, uh, we cannot uh, decide whether we want to stay in your province, so we are leaving. So that's my opinion, that this is not uh, in good health of Alberta or Saskatchewan or the people the way we think. It is in bad for the people of Alberta. Parminder, I appreciate you taking the time to call in and weigh, on, uh, weigh in on, on the conversation. I really do, and uh, I appreciate what you have to say there. It's 2.51. Um, out of Edmonton, I want the same as Quebec, nothing less or separate. Hmm. Um, this one says it's not going to happen, but I think if Wakes it happens, we should split the province, give these guys the top half of the province, seize all their houses and belongings, and let them form their new colony in the middle of nowhere. Let them figure out how to get their, and by the way, it's Canada's oil out of the colony. Then we close the valves and borders at Canada and make it a no-fly zone from this colony through Canada. When they don't have the government or money or anything, then maybe they will see how ridiculous it all is and they want to come back. We build them for added costs. Um, um, someone has uh, been thinking about that one a little bit, I would say. This one says, why are we so afraid? All I want is a chance to vote for our independence. And uh, this one, the Conservative Party is a Western Bloc party, just saying. Um, we say we want Alberta to have the same benefits as Quebec, but since nobody's willing to listen to Alberta, how does anybody expect us to get the same treatment? What can we hold over the country and say, listen to us or else, because it's unfortunate the only way we can get anyone to listen, and we need a very big club before they will. That's from Gamer Brian. One of the other parts of this poll I thought was interesting was asking about um, your connection. Do you feel more attached to your province or to Canada? The question was, and, and it was, I feel more attached to my province than I do Canada. And that was strongest in Alberta at 52%, followed by Saskatchewan at 48%, BC at 45%, Manitoba 32%. I apologize. Quebec was first at 55%, feeling more attached to the, the province than I do Canada, but Alberta at 52%. I feel more attached to Canada than I do to my province. And maybe it's because I've lived in three different provinces. I don't know. You know, I, I lived the first 28 years of my life in Ontario. Then I headed to Saskatchewan for a couple of years. Uh, and I've been here coming up. It'll be 20 years in December. I just thought that was an interesting number. That And, and across Canada at 42%, but 52% of Albertans feeling more attached to Alberta than their country. Dave's on the phone. Hi, Dave. Yes, hi. Hi, what's on your mind? Uh, the separation thing is uh, definitely a way to go. Um, this country is way too large to be governed from Ottawa. Uh, the West has been left out for a long time. How can you say that um, it's too big when they do it in, in, in America out of Washington? 
Same size. Well, there's a lot of uh, dissent in the U.S. too, where there's sort of like middle America is left out uh, of a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, but, so. but do you see like Iowa saying, hey, we want to separate from the United States? No. I can't see a problem with uh, at least having a referendum and letting the, um, you know, people have their say and sort of take it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One other point. I'm not sure if you've ever watched CBC where they have these political analysts speak to uh, Rosemary Barton is her name, I believe. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, there was uh, one lady. There's usually a panel of four. There's... Uh, She's, uh, her, I think her name is Althea Raj. Yeah, Althea, yep. Anyway, the uh, talk was uh, all about uh, what Alberta and Saskatchewan's problem was, and her answer was, and I think the other three analysts all sort of nodded their heads in agreement that um, Central Canada has the say in what goes on in the rest of the country. We have the votes, we have the population, so too bad, so sad. That was their attitude, and I got thinking, you know, it's that type of thinking that's been going on for years. Well, so then we're talking about electoral reform and wanting to have changes to that, which was promised and hasn't happened, right? That's part of it, yeah, but their attitude's been like that for a long time, and it's just... Well, yeah, uh, you know, I... I think, Dave, I think there's a lot of folks, uh, certainly out west, that believe that uh, people in Ontario think that, you know, that's God's country and that um, that's the center of the universe, right? That everything happens there. But when it comes to voting and you look at how many uh, ridings are in in Ontario, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of MPs that get elected out of there. Yeah, it's just they got to bring they got to bring in the electoral college like they have in the states mm. where uh, the larger uh, populations don't have yeah. all of the say. Dave, appreciate the phone call and we know that there's, uh, you know, there's questions about, you know, uh, how they do it in the States as well. Appreciate you taking the time to weigh in at 6.30, 6.30. Uh, need to take a break here for the 3 o'clock news. On the other side, we're going to talk with City Councillor Mike Nickel. Uh, we'll tackle the budget and what we're going to do there, giving the uh, funding cuts from the provincial government.